Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 30 of Pigskin's Picks. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. And I'm Dave. And on this episode, we will be diving into Bowl Mania. That, that's going to get started. It's going to get started this weekend, as well as recapping NFL Week 14 and giving you our picks for Week 15. Uh, we do have one college pick to go over. Obviously, all eyes were on Army-Navy. And uh, Dave, you want to tell us what happened there? I mean, we technically hit. If you took us when we first yeah. talked about it, we hit the 20, I'm just waiting and a half. Because the last play of the game, uh, Army, Army actually did a great play by running out of the end no, zone, thus, thus saving themselves from any potential uh, meltdown. And they won, oh, it was possible, 17-11? Yes. The finals. Yeah, seventeen. Um, so most people had the line of twenty-seven and a half, so they would have lost on the last, literal last play of the game. So, yeah. so I did that. I had twenty-eight and a half. So, and for people care. who were ballsy enough to bet the over, good for you. <laughs> you deserve to be in federal person, actually. <laughs> um, also, I just want to say shout out to last week's episode I had with Ryan. Um, I just, yeah. you know, want to just acknowledge. I know we've acknowledged him on the on our channel, but. Really just an awesome episode. So much fun. I cannot wait. I, good, I've been talking to him good since. conversation. Great conversation. He will be back. Um, yes, we he know, will. We've already been discussing about when, the next time he can come on. And Maybe, uh, we'll, uh, maybe we'll swing him on for start of playoffs, potentially. Maybe. Maybe we'll see how the playoffs go. But, uh, Ryan, like you said, that was that oh, small recap. So uh, we can hop into our oinks. We can hop into just our picks this week for Bull Mania, the first week of Bull Mania. I don't really care what we do. I think we'll, let's, do the oinks, uh, let's do the oinks first, and then we'll, do we'll the go back first? to the bowl okay. We'll do oinks first. So I'll let you uh, You give me your three oinks first. Who got your first oink of the day? First first oink of the week goes to old man straight off the couch, Joe Flacco. 26. No, he's not elite. I always make the joke because it's like, whatever. Uh, I don't Joe... know. Listen, he's playing. He... Say what you want about him, but I think through he's also no, two games, correct? It's been two full games. He, I think he came in at the end of the other one. Okay, well, he's better. Got hurt. Yeah, he's looked better than uh, Deshaun Watson ever looked on the Browns. Just wow. I, I mean, tell me, tell me I'm wrong because you're not wrong. You're not. Oh no, old man it, Joe Flacco. The completion percentage wasn't the best, but he did throw. No, he's he's played two full games against the Rams. He had threw for two fifty, two touchdowns in a pick. Yeah. He's got five touchdowns and over 600 yards in two games. Pretty good. Not great completion percentage, but... Yeah. But he did throw for 311 and three touchdowns as well as an interception. My two oinks of the week goes to D-Hop. He had seven for 124 and a touchdown with an improbable comeback win. Uh, He really was kind of the reason that Mm -hmm. comeback even started. He kick-started the... You know, you know, scrambling on the the touchdown drive that made it a six point game. Uh, teams were zero and seven hundred and sixty seven. <laughs> went up, uh, went up two touchdowns under three minutes, and now they're one and seven hundred and sixty seven. I said they scored two touchdowns in like two minutes. Yeah. Um. The yeah the Dolphins' offense stopped working. Uh. The thirty five. Did they stop? Did they stop working, or is this just fit into the narrative that the Dolphins are are not good versus like solid or good teams, and only good against shit teams? Because the Titans are weird. 
Titans, Titans are weird. The Titans are not like their record is one thing, but they are better than their record. But they're just up and down. Yeah. Like when they're when the Titans are clicking, the Titans are, are a playoff caliber team who may not be winning at all, but they're a nine ten win team. When you know, they're clicking, I mean, I bring this up all the time. What is my favorite analogy of the Tennessee Titans? To the Iowa Hawkeyes, except no, they are the Virginia basketball, oh, basketball. team. Yeah, and and they are because guess what? Virginia won a national championship, and it's pretty good. They're just boring. That's the Titans are. They're boring. Yeah, they're boring. They're boring. But and uh, they kind of shut down too. If you want to be honest, they surprisingly, their run game only is the strength of their 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 defense, but their pass defense played very well. It did. It did. Um, I mean, it helps when you can just triple Waddle because Tyreek was out for however long. A quarter and a half, but um, either way, D Hop had a day again, seven, one twenty-four, and a touchdown, and let an improbable comeback. So, Mister DeAndre Hopkins, you get my two oinks, and three oinks is probably the hottest football player in the NFL right now. Debo Samuel, another seven for one forty-nine and a touchdown. He also had a one-yard rushing touchdown as well. So uh, two touchdowns, seven catches, 149 yards, 150 all-purpose yards. If you want um, to count eight the one touches rushing. or nine touches, eight touches. Like, yeah. What's he have in the last two weeks? Five touchdowns. It's ridiculous. Really? It's ridiculous. No, like it, the truth is, if he's healthy, they're just no. The Niners are not are, not, are winning at all. No, if the Niners are healthy, no one beats them, and it doesn't because, even, like they don't even have to play their best game to win the Super Bowl. That's the scary no. part. The thing, the thing is, like, and the thing about Ayuk had a quiet week last week. You know who they're playing this week? The Arizona Cardinals. Which last I checked, Ayuk had 160 on like four catches. Would you say Ayuk had a quiet week last week? Yeah, Ayuk had 120. Oh, wow, they all went off? No, I thought they, it was too Are you getting, like, 120 and, like, 6 for 118? Who am I thinking of? Who didn't go off last week? I mean, CMC didn't score. He still, so CMC still had, like, 100 and... He had 146 rushing yards. Yeah, I'll say, hold on. I don't want to check. I really had that good of a game. I thought he was, I thought he was like, kind of quiet. It was, it was a Debo-Kittle day, because Kittle also had, like, a 45-yard touchdown. Yeah, he did. He was uh, everyone. Um, everyone had a day for the Niners' offense, except for like Jawan Jennings. But like, that's a game. I mean, okay, yeah. but that's like not. Oh, oh, you're 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 right. Like, holy shit, Kittle had seventy six. I you could one twenty six and Debo I mean, thirty at three seventy. I didn't realize he threw for that much. My lord, and then McCaff- Holy crap! Think about this, dude. Kittle had. 76 and a touchdown. Ayuk had 126. Samuel had 150 and two touchdowns. McCaffrey had 145. How do you beat that? You don't. Well, you're right. Like, that game also looks way closer than it was. No, that game was not close. It was a 12-point win, and it was like they were up by 30. It was like, Yo, no, what they've been out. the last few weeks, it's just like, wow. Shout out Kyle Shanahan for just telling everybody to piss Debo off. I mean, not Debo, uh, DK. Yeah. He basically was just like, yeah, piss him off. I'll buy you something nice. I guess he's got beef with DK. I I didn't know him and Shanahan beefed, I guess. but That's awesome. It's actually kind of funny, but... No, it's awesome. But, uh, no, Debo Samuel, uh, if he keeps playing like this... Yeah. Incredible. Oh, That's why he got paid. Chargers just fumbled again. 
Oh, well, they suck. <laughs> um, all right, so on my oinks, my first oink of the week uh, is Drake London. 10 for 172. Yeah, and I'll be honest, dude, that catch that you know the catch we're talking about when he oh, snagged yeah, the ball yeah. out, of, out of the air was one of the sickest catches. Like, that is one of the best hands catches I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and also, it looks like from the overhead shot, it looked like he was intercepting the ball. Yeah. Because he was intercepting it from the defensive, defensive player. Well, it also it doesn't help when sucks. Doesn't help when Desmond underthrows you. He sucks. But Drake London, like, Wow, they finally got their like star receiver involved. It's like you know crazy. Who, you know, it's who crazy when you give the ball to like your like weapons. Generational talents. You know who it's needs just... to be the quarterback of that team next year? Who? I'm I'm just gonna say it because he would fit them perfectly. JJ McCarthy. He would because you can you can you can, you can run, literally you can run the run game and you have a great tight end which he likes tight ends and you have one big body receiver who's just better than ninety percent of the corners. And arguably the best. Probably going to be the best running back in the NFL in two years. I'm saying like you have like a running back room that's that's really good and a line that's good. Like you're right, yeah. JJ would fit well because I also think people people downplay um, London and uh, London's ability as well as Pitts's ability because they're just not used correctly. But like you see these like sp- like like sparks, like you know, like it's almost like you're trying to like light a lighter, and you're like, yeah, like they're gonna be good. Like yeah. Drake London, I. I think is better than ninety percent of the corners he would, he faces during a season. He just doesn't look like it in the yeah. box score because Desmond is the quarterback. Jacoby Myers touchdown too, by the way. I love that. Very good, actually. Um, Very good. Two points goes to Max Crosby for those. No, nah, all right. I'm just gonna say it. He is top three. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think he's top. Yeah. No, three. he's doing he's doing this all by himself. Yeah. He's, 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 there's no. Well, it also it also didn't help that he had a psychopath playing on the other side of the line with him, in Chandler he's Jones. This, he's doing this all by himself. He oh, had yeah. ten tackles, two sacks, just and again. It's it's they keep losing. He just wants to win. Like he's one of those guys that like, he just wants to win. He's third in sacks in the league right now. He's got the most quarterback pressures by like fifteen or twenty. Like it, like the jump between like what he's doing and like the next closest guy. He has more. He has. Maybe the strongest argument no one's talking about for defense player of the year, and he's not talked about. Yeah, in he, plays in, he plays on the Raiders. But hey, listen, they uh, lost again last week. That is true, he, bro. He just, like the thing about him is like he does not stop. He does this every play. It's like yeah. seventy plays a game. It's a hundred miles an hour. And yes. dude, you heard about his knee, right? Yeah, a couple weeks back, he was supposed to play. They drained his knee, played, and had like a sack and a half before fumble. Like, how do you do this? Where are you made? In a lab. <laughs> and my three points, got to go to, right now, possibly the, the MVP dog horse, Lamar Jackson. Complete percentage, well, like not that, great. Yeah. 24-47, but uh, he threw for 316 and then had three touchdowns and interception and had another 70 yards on the ground. I did tell you guys, take his rushing yards and uh, 11 carries. And, uh, you know, they had a little help to win in overtime. Very good game against the Rams, by the way. But, good Good, uh, really all-around performance by Lamar. He is uh, playing pretty good football right now, which you want to see from him, especially leading into the playoffs. Um, they are now in sole position of first place, so let's see if they can do something with that in the AFC. Yeah. But uh, now let's backtrack and give our Bowl Mania Week 1 picks, since this is going to be the first week of Bowl Mania. So, Ryan, yeah, let's hear what you got. So, first pick of Bowl Mania, 
is going to be UCLA minus four and a half versus, sadly, my Boise State Broncos, or partially my Boise State Broncos, but uh, UCLA just comes in with, I think, a more talented team um, just from head to toe. You know, they're starting a quarterback who has played for them throughout the season. Uh, Boise State is rolling in with a third string through, through true freshman quarterback, C.J. Tiller. Uh, Taylor Green transferred to Arkansas, I believe, so he hit the portal. He's going to the SEC. Good for him. You know, he's pretty good, pretty good player. So, uh, and Boise State's backup is out with a torn MCL. So, the true freshman C.J. Tiller is going to come in and try to lead the charge against, I believe, what was statistically the best defense in the Pac-12 in UCLA. I, I think that's correct. Top or, 25 defense, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, not um, so generally when you add those things up in college football, it doesn't add well. Um, but, you know, it, it's full mania, but we'll see. But I'm riding with UCLA minus four and a half due to the quarterback play. Okay. So. Fair enough. My first pick, uh, I don't get this line personally. Um, we just watched both these teams play last week in their various conference championship games. Um, this team was a team I gave a pick saying to take them to cover the spread, and they did not only cover the spread, they, they won outright and won handily. And the team they're playing lost by 26. Um, got absolutely fucked. And that is, I'm going to take Miami of Ohio plus six and a half versus Appalachian State. Avalanche State got destroyed last week by Troy. Destroyed, or two weeks ago, I should say, by, by Troy. Uh, Troy ran for 250. They ran for 250. I know, but so is Miami of Ohio. They're the best events in the MAC, and everyone's playing for them. It's not like, oh, this is, these aren't games right now that's like, oh, all these guys are sitting out because of the draft. Like, yeah. Not many guys are going to do that. Only the top tier guys, even transfer-wise. Um, so it's just like, I'm going to... And also... Um, there are guys who transferred out of App State because, like, they have a great year. I just look at you got steamrolled by Troy, and now you're playing against the one, like a really, really, really good defense who's going to keep this game really close. And Miami, Ohio, like they did in the conference championship game against um, uh, Toledo, I believe it was not Toledo. Uh, what's Toledo? Um, they're yeah, going they to Toledo, run. I think. They're yeah. going to run the ball because they were able to do it on Toledo, who is good on defense. Uh, that's not the case for App State. And when you have a great defense and able to control the clock, I'll take you at plus one at, pl- at the cover the spread. But I'll take Miami at plus six and a half. Look at you riding. Look at you riding, Miami. Miami did you a favor last week. See if they can do it two weeks in a row. Two and oh. two for two. But pick number two for me is going to be Cal plus three versus Texas Tech. Uh, Cal finished the season pretty strong in a very good Pac-12 conference. Um, you know, they got they got boat raced by Oregon, and uh, they lost, I forgot who, who else they lost badly to. But other than that, they really kept most of their games close in a very good Pac-12 conference. Uh, I don't think they lost by more than like 10 or 13, even to your top 15 to 20 ranked teams that were in that conference. Uh, I think Cal has played better competition than Texas Tech this season. And Texas Tech is dealing with the same issue that Boise State is going to be dealing with because 
Tech is rolling out a third-string quarterback as well in Brett McMurphy. But I think, like I said, Cal played better competition. They finished the year strong, beating the living piss out of UCLA the last week of the season. And I just think they're going to try to ride the hot hand that they have and win a bowl game. So Two Pac-12 teams back-to-back in press. Yep. Um, I'm actually picking the game that's not played till next Tuesday. And that's fine because these uh, way we're going to give these picks out is we give them out uh, if they would be any game that would be after Friday until the following Thursday because we drop on Fridays. Um, I'm taking UTSA minus 13 over Marshall. I know it's a huge line, but UTSA is just far better than Marshall. The only way they don't cover this spread is if they turn the ball over and let Marshall hang around. I mean, Frank Harris is a pretty damn good quarterback. I, I Marshall... Marshall's an okay team. They, they're nothing special on offense. They're nothing special on defense. And I, just the way UTSA finished the season, you know, they had they had not only bull aspirations, but they wanted to, um, you know, they had aspirations to, to make the make their champ, AACC, champ, AAC championship. You know, they lost a very tough game to um, Tulane in their season finale, which, you know, hurt their chances. I just think there's... There's no, I, I think they're going to beat the living crap out of Marshall. Huh? I really do. And I like it, unless they turn the ball over a bunch of times, which I've seen them do. They have done this. They did this that last year in the bowl game. That's how they, they lost their bowl game because, if I'm not mistaken, because they turned the ball over uh, a whole bunch of times. And I will confirm oh, that God. just because I don't want to say that and then not be able to confirm. Yeah, they lost last year's bowl game because they, Trent Harris, through multiple picks, they out and they played against Troy. It was with it was eleven three versus uh twelve and one twelve and two uh eleven and two Troy. It was eleven and two versus eleven and two. It was actually a really good bowl game. It was the Cure Bowl, and Troy held on to the win because of all the turnovers that they had. Yep. I don't think it's gonna have back to back years. This is Frank Harris' last game he's ever gonna play in college. Yeah. I think they're just gonna throw all over Marshall. Marshall left just barely snuck into the game that the the postseason. It's like I I I'm worried that this is gonna be one of those games that it's not very close. You know, bowl games are hit or miss. Yeah. That's the one thing is tough, but like Marshall, Marshall like won two of the last three, but the two two of the last four games, Marshall wins two of them, close. The losses were thirty one nine and twenty eight nothing. So like if they win, yes. it's gonna be close. But when they lose, it's not. It's it's a blowout. So I'm I, going with the better team. I mean, yeah, they lost to Coastal by twenty eight. They lost to Madison by eleven. They yeah. lost to Georgia State by seventeen. Like they don't lose close games. They get the break speed off of them. So I'm going to go with the better team. It's just not the better team. All righty. Well, for pick number three for me, I am going to see if New Mexico State can win me a a pick, and I'm going to take the minus three and a half versus Fresno State. Uh, New Mexico State played a pretty tough Liberty team quite well in their conference championship How oh, you game. mean like how they were tied with in the fourth quarter and couldn't cover Yeah, and didn't cover ten and the, and half. the ten and a half. But um, they, they played that Liberty team pretty well for most of the game. Uh, I think if they play even half as well as they play in their conference championship game, uh, they're going to cover this three and a half against Fresno State just because of, you know, didn't really watch New Mexico State, obviously, because why? But when you watch them... Hey, man, don't hit those Aggies. No, I'm not. I was going to actually compliment them. But when you watch them 
watch them against Liberty, like their offense is pretty good. Like it gets creative. Their quarterback can run. Their quarterback can also throw. So you have the multitude. Wow, he, wow, of, he can throw a quarterback can throw line. You know what I mean? I no, mean, Panala. P- heard you say his last name. Yeah, he's he's, he's good pretty good. So, but I I just think New Mexico State is the better team here, and I'm gonna ride them. See if they can get me a win, because I know they're not very kind to you on the season, Dave. So. No, maybe 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 we can go two and one betting on them, or they can go zero and three and then never touch them next year. Yeah. Um. All right. My last pick is gonna be Georgia Southern Ohio over forty eight and a half. Uh. And the reason why is because it's gonna be so Ohio has like nobody playing. Um. So that's why this game is the line is as close to. The, I mean, it's it, in Georgia Southern's favor. They are six and six. They're playing at a nine and three Ohio team or eight and five, eight and four. Um, but Georgia Southern's defense is just not good. And I would say oh, Ohio normally has a pretty solid defense, but because they have so many guys who are not either transferring or opted out or they're hurt, I actually think both these teams are just going to sling the football and they're not really going to play much defense. And forty and a half is low enough for me that. I think both these teams are scoring in the in the twenties, and like yeah, Georgia Southern's like favored by three and a half, and it's like all right, but Ohio Ohio's offense is still pretty good, and Georgia Southern's defense is not. So I'm gonna ride the team. If the team that's favored is bad defense, then there has to be points scored because yeah, they gotta score. So I'll take the over here actually at forty eight and a half. Hmm, I like that. I like that pick actually. It's 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 probably it's one of the pictures. I, again, probably gonna lose it because it's my favorite pick of all my picks. To be honest, it's the one I did by far the most research on, and that I wasn't in love with Georgia Southern's line because I'm like they're so hit or miss, but they they can score and they do give up points. Like yeah. that's the thing. They like if they win games, they have to score. And because Ohio, who normally has a good defense, problem is Ohio's uh, the conference that Ohio's in is just not as good as what Georgia Southern's. So it's yeah. like, this is a better offense than Ohio's going to normally see. And then this team just can't play defense. It's like, out of those equations, bad defense, good, good, solid to good offense, points. So I'll take the over. So let's move on. Week 14, Ryan, what's your picks you got? Or what were we, what were, sorry, from a recap perspective, recap, we're recapping yeah. the picks. What are, we, what are we recapping? I mean, we actually had a complete 500, 4 and 4 this week. Um, we had some good hits, we had some not so good hits. We had some tough, tough misses, but what you have? So uh, I believe went two and two on the week, right? Yep, two and two on the week. So first win is Jalen Waddle over seventy and a half receiving yards on Monday night against the Titans. I believe he had eighty-five somewhere around there. You thought he was dead after the first play of the game? I did because he got absolutely crushed. He got clocked. We saw multiple guys this week. That to me, that just shows. Well, I think Josh Dobbs is not quarterbacking this week for the Minnesota. Oh Bank yeah, because he Shout killed Justin Dobbs. Jefferson. Shout out Josh Dobbs for ruining one of our bets and killing Justin Jefferson again. You 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 did good, kid. I mean, how about Tua did the same thing almost with Waddle, where it's it's you lead him to die. That's no, what Tom but Tua Tua just Tua didn't make a bad throw. He just like it was bad timing. No, it's Last bad. Time. No, Brian, that's. That's part of what Tom was talking. Brady was talking about. He's like these guys throw receivers into getting hit. Yeah. You you sometimes you gotta just not make that throw because like the guys gonna get killed. Yeah. Can't so, you can't make your money if your guys are hurt. No, especially Waddle, a guy who just catches the ball and runs seventy five yards. But and hey, it was well, your hit. 
Big guy, so, okay. Waddle, thank you for hitting yours. Jameson Williams, I don't know what the fuck happened here. They, he had one target, just did cardio the whole day. That did, um, remember that whole game was terrible. I mean, Amon yeah. Brown had had three for twenty one in the first half. He didn't have a catch in the second half. Yeah, that yeah. The Lions, the Lions stunk on last Are Sunday. I don't know what happened. Are the Lions have hard watch? I don't know what it what I don't know what it is with the Bears this season. Like the Bears, the Bears play, should be two and zero versus the Bears. The Bears, you know, you know the Bears, you know the Bears are five five and eight, and they are have the first pick, and I believe the eighth pick, and they're a game out of the, out of the wild card. This is just wild. Which someone goes, the Bears really could get two top ten picks and make the playoffs. Imagine that. Well, how yeah, the hell would they do that? You, you, because they're a game out. Of the wild card spot. Yeah, but they can't get a top ten pick if they make the playoffs. That's everyone else does. But if you're if you're pick seven, if your seventh seed is garbage, and seven and nine, or yeah, eight and still, nine, there's still fifty. You still have to be better than fifteen other teams to make the playoffs. You know I'm what I mean? Their game out. I'm saying fine against top fifteen, two top fifteen picks, and make the playoffs. Well, yeah. At that point, you don't let go to Justin. I don't think so. If you make it the playoffs with Justin, there's I don't know. The team's the team's hot. The Bears are hot right now, so we'll well. see. But yeah, Jamison Williams had one target. I don't know what the hell happened here. Just a terrible game for the Lions. So he had zero yards. What are you gonna do? It happens. <laughs> uh, Garrett Wilson, just like I said, I believe he had three catches for like twenty three yards on the first drive. I believe I said early and often with Zach Wilson coming back, and Zach did just that. Garrett ended with nine for one hundred eight. That well, you threw a hundred a hundred plus yards for Garrett that day. That would have been nice. Oh, and then, the line, last pick was Justin Jefferson over 66 and a half yards. Again, shout out Josh Jobs for getting him killed. On I his mean, he probably game. hits this too. Oh, he, he, was, got, he yeah. had 30 yards in the first quarter. He had 22 for 27. And that was like, what, the first quarter and a half? But he got yeah, hurt in the first half. It wasn't, he didn't make it to the second half, I don't believe. I, I, wasn't, I, was, I was working, so I wasn't watching these games, but I believe he was hurt before halftime. Or even knowing him, you thought you he thought got hurt. Him. Like I think end of the first quarter. That's great. So it sucks because he just came back too. Yeah, he literally just came back. But he's playing on Saturday. He said so. Okay, I have for help. Well, he's got uh, Nick Mullins a quarterback. We actually played significantly better when he was behind, at at center. I mean, do you uh, know how bad you have to be to get benched for Nick Mullins? I mean, don't make uh, listen. When did Nick Mullins go to college? I'm gonna look that up. You do your picks. I'll look I will up. do my picks. I feel like he went to like an Arkansas, but not Arkansas, but like a school like that. Um. All right. So I'll start. Play one. CD Lamb. This was maybe the worst beat of my entire life because, because again, the game became a blowout. Where do you go? Where do you go? Uh, I just I was like, oh, that's interesting. He broke a top six NFL quarterback. Of all, like of all times, record at his school. So, really? yeah, it's a southern. It's a southern school. Missouri. No, but like not a well-known southern school. But a well-known guy did go there. Hmm. Yeah, think about it. Top six quarterback of all time. Think, think, cheese, think, cheese. He went to Southern Miss. Yeah. Again, he's, he's a he's, I, you're hating on him, but he's he's a good he's, he's not an NFL star. Hey, listen, he, had a he had a decent run in San Fran for those like three or four games that he played. Yeah, but anyhow, but, we're back to CD Lamb. Um, he had five for sixty-five and touchdown in the first half, 
and then had one catch for six yards in the second half. Yeah, and it was 71. It, it doesn't help. Again, if Dallas was so in control in that game that, like, they just stopped throwing the football. If, if that game is anywhere competitive, CeeDee Lamb's hitting. And yeah. I guess what? I'm sorry. I will continue to take CeeDee Lamb at 87 yards. Don't care. CeeDee Lamb he's, is your best friend. He's my – I'm buying – I told you I'm buying a CeeDee Lamb Oklahoma jersey when, this, when the year's over. I don't care. Yeah. He, may be, he may be my favorite player in the NFL. Like, I love his game. And I love that, like, he's doing what he's doing because he's a top three wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you, so people, people who may say no to this, what's your argument? What's your argument? Do you see what he's doing? No, he's yeah, so I, by far the number one. Like, he's getting, and because again, he plays inside, he plays outside, he plays, he goes in the backfield. He does so much shit. It's really impressive. I just remember when they drafted him, and they're like, oh, how's it going with Amari? Oh, Amari's number one. He's a number two. And no, nah, dude, he's better. Oh. Um, but anyhow, it's okay, CD, I still love you, even though you did hit for me. Uh, pick number two, CMC over his 79 and a half. He had 80, 75 in the first first drive of the game. I mean, he had 145 in the game. It wasn't even close. It was no sweat. The first play of the game, he had an 85-yard run, a 75-yard yeah. run, run, and I was like, all right, well, he's hitting. There's no way he's not getting seven yards, and he, you're right, he had 145. I love him. I told you. He's going to keep doing this. Pick three. I told you. Lamar Jackson, 47 and a half. I told you, good, good running quarterback versus the Rams. It was a Take low him. one, you little. Yep, I see him. I see yep. That's him. You see what's happening. You yep. see what's happening right now. Uh, set, 11 for 70. No sweat. And last but not least, the most bizarre line of the week. Um, Amon Ra. Ryan also had Amon Ra at the same line. We were both confident. He said, my Bears are not going to cover him. Well, he did and say the Bears give up yards. They just don't give up the home run. Touchdowns. And... He had three for 21 in the first half and did not have a catch in the second half. Weird game. Weird game. DJ Moore had a day, though. My other favorite wide receiver in football. <laughs> um, like I said, he he was over plenty of times. He just didn't get it. It was weird. Uh, whatever. Yep. It's fine. But anyhow, let's move on to Week 15. What do we got? Week 15 is kind of weird because we got games on Week Saturday. Is a we got weird. games on yeah. Sunday. The games on Saturday are pretty good, to be honest. I think the games on Saturday were very good. If you recall last year, the first Saturday games was when like, good, the Vikings yeah. had the 35-point comeback. Um, or was it Indianapolis? No, it was, no, it was, yep, it was, no, the Vikings played the Colts, I'm pretty sure. And they came back. They yep. had a crazy comeback. Um, the games were really fun on Saturday. Last year, I remember Dallas played Philly. It was, it was a great game. Um, I mean, I think this Saturday night's game is going to be a banger. Detroit I re- and Denver, I remember two of the like, hotter teams in football. I remember the indie game because I was literally like, I was like, oh, I was at a, I was like in the process of going to a wedding, and I checked the score before we walked was- into the the church and everything, and I was like, oh, this game's over. And then we got to the reception hall, and we were, you know, everyone was in the lobby, like ch- hanging, you know, checking their phones or whatever. And I turned and I looked, and I was like. How are the Vikings only down seven right now? Like, what is going on? I said, well, I'm about to pull what that score was. Because I think it was, it, they were down. They were down 33 to nothing, right? I, and they, didn't they win? Didn't they win 39-36? They were down 33 to nothing. And then yeah. put up 36 in the second half. Winning up three. And then winning, I mean, that's just. And that was a game where I cut through 460. I don't yeah, know they how didn't, they didn't yeah. run the ball. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean they couldn't. I mean, I mean, that's like Dom Cook did have ninety-five rushing yards. It's pretty good day. But KJ, KJ had, I mean, dude, the, listen to the stat lines. 
KJ Osmond had 10 for 157 in a touchdown. Justin had 12 for 123 in a touchdown. Cook had 95 rushing. Then he had 95 receiving a touchdown. That's why I say this Dalvin Cook with Washington in New York makes no sense. This because Dalvin yet, Cook no. was insane last year. It was like he was sucked. He was great. And yeah. then um, then uh, Thielen had 41 in a touchdown. I mean, it hell of a day. Such a fun game to watch. I, I walked out, like walked to, like, walked to the bar to watch it. Yeah, it was 33 nothing. that it was 36-7. And then they came all the way back. To, they scored two minutes left. That was when he had the, the pass. Cook took the, the, the screen pass to the house. Everyone oh, crazy. my God, it was that point. They tied, they tied it. It was like, oh, my God, how'd they do this? And everyone's, like, freaking out. But go on. Who's your, what, what are your picks? I think, I guess, it's, Saturday's game is going to be good, I think. So, picks for this week are... Jameer Gibbs anytime touchdown for the Saturday games. I think you're going to get a lot of thunder and lightning in this game. I think you're, the Lions are going to try to go back to what, what their, made had them winning games. Yeah, what made them successful, where they were, you know, running for five yards a carry at the beginning of the season. You know, top three in the NFL. Um, they still hover around five yards a carry actually, but um, they've kind of gotten away with it, away from it the last couple of weeks. So I think you're going to see a lot of, you know, downhill bruising runs with Montgomery. And then when you want to change your pace, you're going to get either a, a Gibbs toss or, you know, a jet sweep with Gibbs. Or I like Gibbs in the receiving game this week, too, just because he, like, the speed, his speed is just on another level. Um, he, so that, he has he, another gear. He does. He's got, he, another gear. he's got that other gear that, you know, just guys don't have. I, I I think he's going to be a threat and you know, the air and the run. And I just see, I see him and Montgomery finding a way into the end zone uh, on Saturday, but I like him a little more just because he adds that extra uh, element of, you know, the receiving game. So he's also minus 120. So pretty good odds. Yeah. So I'll do my first pick. I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Uh, 72 and a half yards playing Washington, the worst secondary in the league. Um, Last week, Cop looked like him, his old self. You know, he had about a six-game stretch where he was terrible, and he was and not good. It's just last week. I think he had, he had went for eight for one sixteen in a touchdown. Yep, against a good Ravens secondary. Now he gets the worst. <laughs> I do think Cops looking to end the season hot, especially like I said, he had about a five-game stretch where he just played his worst football in his career. He also wants to. You know, put his foot down and be like, "Bitch, I'm the number one, Puka." Like, like you're gonna be great. We can have two great receivers yeah, here. But, but I'm, he's I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the, I'm the main man here. Like, I, you, I'm the alpha. You are the mega. You follow the leader, and I'm the leader. I agree. I think uh, that's why seventy-two and a half. I feel like it's too low. I think this is a game. I don't necessarily think Stafford throws for four hundred yards because no, I think no, this no, game. No. I think they go up pretty quick, like handily. I wouldn't hate a Kyron Williams. I think Kyron Williams also have a day. I think Kyron Williams is fantastic out there. But I will take Cups over 72 and a half. I think Cup could, could flirt with 100 this week. So, yeah. What's your play two? Play number two is James Cook over 50 and a half rushing yards. I wasn't going to do Josh Allen touchdown, but I was like, eh, you know, I'll go with Cook instead because, you know, Joe Brady in that offense has been running the ball a little more. They're running it well. They are running it well. For a team that. It's not known for running the football particularly well. But this is the best. You said this is the best year they've run the football, at least in the Josh Allen yes. tenure. 
Yes. By, by far, far the best run far. game they've had. And they're also, like, now that they're running the ball so well, those Josh Allen designed runs are or just even more scarier now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm just going to come out and say it. Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I think what he's going to – I think it, – Josh Allen can stop the let turnovers. Me let me rephrase. If the Bills make the playoffs, Josh Allen needs to win MVP. There you go. Well, because they're going to need Josh Allen to finish the last four games of the year to be yes. MVP. If Josh Allen comes – if Josh Allen outplays Dak this week, um, that both I don't know who else they have left. Do they have the Jets again? They have the Dolphins. They have the Cowboys. Don't they have us? They do have us. And then I think they. But, uh, um, Josh is going to kill us. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like it's it's a it's a it's there this this week it is such a thing like they. I I normally like Dallas here, but no, this they, is they have I'm all win. over the Bills on this one. Oh no, they have. Bill, they have Cowboys, Chargers, who they'll kill yeah. us and the Dolphins, and that Dolphins game can now matter a lot because the Dolphins losing That's the division. The Bills, Bills are still two games out, but Dolphins, but Bills could win this out, win it, win it out by be eleven and six, and the Dolphins at nine and four would have to lose, you know, one game in between. But the Dolphins do play the Cowboys next week, and unlike, and then they play the Ravens. The Dolphins' last four games are not easy. They play the Jets. Wait, the Dolphins? Wait, the Cowboys Dolphins have, have to play the Eagles, Bills, Dolphins back-to-back-to-back? Yes. Jeez. No, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the Dolphins have the Jets this week, then the Cowboys. They're at home for both those games. They have to go to the Ravens on New Year's Eve, and then they play at home against the Bills. The Bills can be the Dolphins. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. The Bills, I think, the Bills either are going to go 3-1 end the year and finish 10-7 and or, or 4-0 and finish 11-6. and the Dolphins may lose the division because that week, that week seventeen game now could that week seventeen game could get flexed to Sunday Night Football for the AFC East. Yeah, because that would actually be wild. Again, if the like, the Dolphins have, in my opinion, now those four games left, they have three games that are they, they, the da- Cowboys, Ravens, Bills, all losable games. And also, the Bills could lose to the Cowboys and then w- beat the Chargers, us, and Dolphins, and the Bills would get in over the Dolphins at the, uh, yeah. the division because they own the tiebreakers. I mean, with the scenario that you just mentioned, whoever, you know, if, if Buffalo does get in, whoever has to play Buffalo in Buffalo, God, Lord, have, God help you. No, you're not winning. God help you. You're not winning. Yeah, like they'd be the you, hottest. You don't. Team in the, Bill, the thing is, the Bills can travel. That's the truth. Is the Bills can yeah. travel. So, like, if they get into the seventh seed, you also don't want to play them. At you all. just don't want to play them at all. Because I they're, guarantee they're you. Again, like, think about it. Even in the loss, the last, like the last two losses are heartbreak losses. It's a freaking missed field goal. Yeah. It, uh, it's a it's a penalty on a field goal by the Broncos that has them at eight and five. It's it's a overtime field goal by the by the the Eagles or touchdown. I mean, that has them at. Nine and four, they can be easily nine and four in in first place in the AFC East and have the number two seed overall. Like that's like how like close talking with the Bills being the two seed and the seven seed or yeah. fighting for the seven seed. That's also how wild the AFC is. I would not want to play. I would not want to have to play Buffalo in the playoffs. I, if I'm a no. team, I'm like, please, Buffalo, don't make the playoffs because if they make the playoffs, this may be, this could be the year. Everything 
comes together in the playoffs because the AFC is so wide open. We know the Ravens are good, but like we know they're they struggle in the playoffs. The Chiefs are not yeah. not the Chiefs. I uh I there's may eight, or may not there's eight missing quarterbacks. I may or may not have put a little tiny sprinkle on the Bills. I don't think it's a bad sprinkle though, because like again, if they if they can get in, it's all about if Josh Allen doesn't win the ball I also, over. I also got him at twenty five to one. It's kind of hard not to take that up, to be yeah. honest. I was like, mm. and it was right after they beat the Chiefs too, and they may went out. I again, this Dallas game, I think, is the was out of the the rest of their season. The Dallas game, I think, is the one. And it's like Dallas, yeah. and that's the toughest here. Dallas also has to win out because the Eagles don't play nobody the rest of the season. And, and the Eagles play what? You got Tommy Cutlets twice, the Redskins or the Commanders, and the Cardinals, right? I think. Yeah. Where yeah. the Dallas has Dolphins. Who I think again, I think Dallas takes care of the Dolphins. I'm not really worried in yeah. that instance. I think Dallas takes care of the rest of their season outside of the. Um, so I think they also they, Dallas has uh, obviously the Bills and the Dolphins, which two defensive games. Then they have the Lions, and then they finish with the Commanders. Um, okay. So Dallas has a tougher schedule. So Eagles are like favored to win the division still because like they're they, they're sense, probably gonna yeah. they're gonna probably go thirteen and four or fourteen and three because they don't play nobody unless the Giants yeah. can somehow pull one off. Tommy Colts pulls one off, by the way. Um, burn New York to the ground for him because. That would be sick. Tommy Cutlet's Bergen County, Bergen County native. Dude, he's so sick. I don't care. Like, he, 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 I think Bergen County. Yeah. He he's he's pretty good at football. Like, he he's good. He is good. Like he deserves to be a starter in the league playing like I this. Mean, I think he won three or four state championships in high school as a quarterback. So he was all first team all state, but then second team all county. Someone goes, How how does that make sense? Wait, what? Yep. His senior season, he was first team all state at Don Bosco, second team all county. That makes no sense. At, you're exactly. They go. It makes no sense. But the kid, maybe this. He was pretty good. At Syracuse had a good season at at Illinois last year. Had them no, looking no, great. No, 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 no. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that he was first team all state, and he wasn't even first team all county. Yep, yeah, doesn't make any sense. In 2017. Know. Yeah. His senior season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that up. You do your pick. I want to look that up. All right. My second pick could have been Ayuk. Now, I feel like an idiot because I thought Ayuk had a shitty week last week, but he had an insane game. Um, I think he does it again. He's been the Cardinals. He had 159 yards versus them last time. Um, I know Devo has been out of his mind looking like the best singular player in the NFL over the last two weeks. I actually think the Cardinals do everything they can to slow down Devo Samuels, thus letting Red and Ayuk go one-on-one with whatever poor soul is going to be out there on an island. And... I'm just taking Brandon Ayuk 100 times out of 100. 65 and a half is also really low. That's one deep ball for him. Oh, my God. I forgot he went to Don Bosco. Yeah. Yes, he no, did. No, no, no. Not, not him. Um, Who? The first uh, the running back from, The running back from Michigan State? Who? Berger. He was pretty good. Is he, he still He's, uh He might be in the portal. Not sure. But um, I think he was the starter this year. I think so, too. All right. What's your third pick? Third pick for this week is going to be – it's a little little high on the odds, but I like the juice. Uh, Josh da- Josh Dobbs. Oh, my God. Josh Downs, anytime touchdown at plus 260. Uh, I think after you're looking at a Steelers secondary who got absolutely diced up by Bailey Zappi, uh, that, that – 
that secondary is not a good place. Oh, right he now. got hurt this year. Burger, sorry to cut you off. He got hurt this year. Okay, but he was. I mean, he was. He's he good. Got, He's he, good. I mean, because he went to Wisconsin at first. I forgot he transferred from Wisconsin. Well, I yeah, mean, I don't last season to. before getting, yeah, he got hurt earlier this year. Last season he had a pretty pretty solid year rushing wise. He had six eighty three, six touchdowns, yeah. averaging averaging four point six a carry. It's pretty good. And then this past year, he only had five carries. Uh, okay. He only had 93 yards of a touchdown before getting hurt. Interesting. Okay. But um, where was out oh, Josh Downs? Yeah. I think I think a lot of attention is going to be put on Michael Pittman. And I think Josh Downs is going to get a lot of one-on-ones. And one-on-one against this Pittsburgh secondary is not good for them, especially against you know a guy who's an elite of a route runner as Josh Downs is and has the speed of Josh Downs. So I, I think you're going to try to, or Gardner's going to try to take advantage, at least I hope, of those mismatches, especially in like you know your red zone, your your slants, your your drags, whatever they need to do to get him the ball. Um, just because I think so much attention is going to be on Pittman, that it's it's going to be hard, almost like not to throw it to him. It's twenty-eight nothing. I know. I was going to say something, but I was like, no. <laughs> Gardner's have four fumbles, I think. Aiden O'Connell is uh, cooking. Aiden O'Connell's not bad. No, not at all. Just that is to my third pick, Sam, Sammy Laporta. Line is too low, 47 and a half. The reason I like this. Did you know that the Broncos' last six tight ends to play against the Broncos have had 50-plus yards? Hmm, interesting. Against so, that, that good of a defense, huh? No, so oh. logically, if his line's under 50 and he's one of the better tight ends in football, I'm going to take a chance here. Plus, he's been one of the only guys. Oh, there's the kitty cat. <laughs> so, I'm just going to take I'm not, I'm not even overthinking this. The numbers tell you to no, take Samuel no, Porter. No, no. We know that we know that Detroit needs to try to get back to this run game, which you can open play action pass, which is going to be the bread and butter for Samuel Porter. Yep. I yep. just think they got to get back on track because they're stumbling right now. And suddenly, this division is looking a lot tighter because teams like Minnesota keep winning. Chicago keeps winning. Even the Packers, you know, they lost Monday night, but it's funny, Ryan, didn't you say that there was enough money on the Detroit Lions? So if they won it all, won the division this year, like there was however many millions of dollars bet on them, that it would be the single biggest payout Vegas ever had to make. I think something like that. And um, guess what? It would be crazy. If they suddenly didn't win the division and Vegas didn't have to pay all that money out. Then you know somebody made the call. I know. Because I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Quentin Johnson, thank you for doing something finally. Um, so yeah, he, actually, he just caught it like a twenty yard pass. Oh, bruh, that should be like a weekly thing for a wide receiver. I mean, he had ninety one last week, dude. Don't get don't don't yell at him. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's actually. You know, the only rookie to not have more than sixty yards in a game this season is JSN. I think we were, did a good job not taking him. I, I think we did too. Even though I would, I wouldn't mind Zay Flowers right now in the Patriots because no, Zay Flowers is very good. I like Zay a lot. Zay Flowers, the is Zay Flowers good. route, the, the Zay Flowers touchdown at the end of the, in, the third, in the fourth quarter when they tied it up. Stupid, wild, stupid, wild, stupid, stupid. Right. He made it didn't move, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? He's right, so Lance. twitchy. It's he is oh, perfectly ridiculous. No, nah, his but, his fast switch is ridiculous. Anyhow, Taylor Porter. <laughs> Bang. What's your last pick? 
last pick is going to be the generational tight end, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> My boy. Seeming over 36 and a half yards. Um, it seems like the air, the, the passing offense for the Falcons is. Sorry, I watch you start talking. I was going to say, you, 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 I was going to say, you got a female companion in the room, Dave? Not right now. <laughs> but um, last week showed that the Falcons can actually throw the ball on offense. So, um, maybe I mean, soon... uh, uh, Niner this week, they're going to throw the ball for 110 yards and in, in probably four interceptions. It's also every time I bet on Kyle Pitts, it seems like the opposite happens because even though he is good, he is he good. is very good. He's he's good at the foosball. They just don't allow him to be good at the foosball, and it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But I think seeing last week how the the passing game kind of got going, um, they know that they can utilize it, and it just he's just such a mismatch, man. Like. A six foot six tight end who runs a four four like just doesn't. It it really just doesn't happen like ever. So I mean, the speed element. Normally you got guys that big, but they're they're rumbling and well, rumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also yeah, I like his matchup. The Panthers look like a team that have no hope right now. Oh, they yeah they're, they're and and let's be honest here. The 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 Falcons are fighting for the division because that division they're going six and seven. Well, that that loss on Sunday was just. Fucking awful. The the one to the Bucks. Now the Bucks are in first place. So, Bucks good. Mike Evans really good. Baker Mayfield not on Sunday. Good. Well, no, he had eight yards on Sunday. I want to talk about it. Fifty yards is minus six. I'm surprised it wasn't an eight yard touchdown because it seems like anything inside the ten yard line. Yeah, he's caught. I think they said he has. Oh, what was the stat? He he has what, 47 catches in the red zone, 46 touchdowns. It's like some stupid number. Where it's like every catch he's had in, in the ten, in the yes. red zone, or sorry, within the 10-yard line, is a touchdown but one. That's ridiculous. And I'll finish this off because Ryan didn't take Josh Allen touchdown. I will be taking Josh Allen touchdown. And the logic behind this is every big game this guy plays in, he scores. I don't know why, but it's like, oh, got to run in. Every primetime game. They're playing the 4 o'clock game on Fox. You're against gonna tell America's me. team. Because America's team, you're telling me he is going to score? No, this guy's saying I'm scoring the damn ball. Yeah. So that's my only reason behind it. So I don't know. We have a couple few little things, and then we're going to wrap this up. Oh, um, hold on. Just because I kind of want to, I kind of want to get your gears going a little bit. Oh, man. Did you see Kirk Herbstreit's response to Florida State fans? No. Tell me. Let me get. Let me, you'll get a live reaction out of me. He basically said that Florida State fans were delusional and deranged for basically saying that um, he's allowed to have his own opinion and that Florida State basically sucked compared to the other teams that they put in and that any Florida State fan who basically, like, tells them to shut up is uh, an idiot, kind of. Mm. Or basically called them, uh, I think the word that was used is deranged. It's interesting because up until the last week of the season, he had Florida State in the in the top four the whole fucking year. That's sad because he I, he was one of my favorite guys. Hold Bring on, back I'm David Pollock. This, I'm gonna look up the Kirk. I'm gonna look Bring up the back Kirk. David Pollock. Bring him no. back. No, I'm I'm just gonna say it, and I'm gonna get heat. Uh, it might get heat for this. Replace David Pollock with Lee Corso because I'm sorry, Lee Corso doesn't know where the fucking stage is anymore. No. But David Pollock and stuff take over the, the, the helmet tradition. That'd be fun. And also, people, people who give Pat McAfee shit for that, it's not his fault. Don't blame Pat. 
For what? That's the reason David Pollock's not on game day. But it's not like they brought him in. Like, Pat wasn't like, oh, if I'm coming in, I'm taking his job. Like, no. no, like. And also, I'm sorry, fuck Kurt. Oh, he actually called FSU fans hypocrites. And then fuck. reminded and then reminded FSU fans that Miami should have got in over them in the 2000 National Championship game. That was 23 years ago, you fucking asshole. Are you Ooh. fucking serious, dude? That that is that is one of the arguments that he brought up. Yeah, look it up. This is the playoffs. They didn't have playoffs in 2000. Look, look it up. This is logic. Oh my god. Um, all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's get off stupid. Now I'm mad. Obviously, we, Justin Herbert's not playing today because he's out for the year because he hurt his finger. Because the guy's got like eight inch long fingers. Because like why? Because he's uh, he's like fuck Edward Scissorhands. Weirdo, like why are your hands so long? It's weird. Oh my god! He said that, that's why he keeps hurting his hands. His fingers are too long. Um, oh, all right. Great let's, let's do our, for the let's do draft. Uh, that didn't shock anybody ever. Just had to say it. Um, honestly, tough loss to the Bears. Yannick uh, Ngaku's out yeah, for the broken ankle. Good little like side piece to help with Macho Sweat since that. Um, I'll tell you the biggest loss of the year. This also has to talk about that, like, I, I don't, I, coach of the year may have to go to one man and one man only, and it's definitely Kevin Stefanski. Because did you see the list of all the Browns injuries this year? No, but I know they have at least five or six starters out for the year, right? Just on offense, Ryan. What? Ryan, they're, look it up right now as I'm talking. Their injury what? list, the amount of starters. And then, like, guys who came in to back up, they're 8-5. Like, they're in the playoffs right now. They have no business doing this. They lost their starting quarterback, their starting running back. They lost uh, all pro all pro linemen. They just lost their all, potentially, all not only all rookie linemen, but all, like, second-team all-pro. Dewan Jones out for the year with knee surgery. Dewan Jones is having an insane season. Like, everything you could have hoped him to be, he was in. And, yeah, we talked about him. How when he fell in the draft in the fourth round, that was one of all of our favorite picks because, like, how did a man who's 6'9", 380 pounds, fall in the fourth round? Well, he did. He was having a, a teeter Pro Bowl season. You see the yeah, you see the list of all the guys in heart? No way. Yep, and they're eight and five. So you have literally your two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback out for the year. You mm-hmm. have arguably the best running back in the NFL out for the year. And then three all pro Wow. Holy shit. Is that counting Dewan Jones? Yes, that is with Dewan Jones. Yeah, three up, three up. Well, I mean, that's just offense. Defense, they have a ton of injuries as well. That's ridiculous, man. Maybe um, we'll be onto something here. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just saying, like, if they make the playoffs, it's really hard for me to, like, wrap my head around that we don't give the coach of the year to Stefanski. Because they're winning games He's in still. the top th- four or five of coach of the year voting. I mean, how don't you put him there, though? Like, how wouldn't he? He might be. I think the top three are Campbell's one right now. I think D'Amico's two and Mike McDaniel's three. Well, see how they finish, because the Browns are, again, eight and five and have no business being eight and five. And they're winning but games. I think Shane like... Steichen might be four. He's over at Indy. Well, Indy is also seven and five or seven and yeah. six. Pretty, pretty impressive year for them, to be honest. Yeah. No one. Although they were going to win this many games. Um, obviously, Jake Daniels went with the Heisman. Um, 
I though we talked about this off air. I do agree with you, Ryan, that it stop with the slander. Yes, no, it needs. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to say this. I'm sorry. Um, Jaden Daniels had better numbers than Joe Burrow. Jaden Daniels, I believe, had better numbers than Lamar Jackson. Jaden Daniels has, I think, probably had the best numbers for a Heisman in the last 10 years. Like, he had 5,000 all-purpose yards and 50 total touchdowns. You're basically four touchdowns a game and, you know, 450 yards a game. And he did half of that, you know, he did a... 20% 20% of that with his legs. Like, he was a better throwing Lamar. That's literally what he was. Yeah, and I agree. Just because just LSU went 9-3, and three, like, the Heisman is the best player. If Jaden Daniels is not on LSU, they don't make a bowl game, let alone go 9-3. and three. And another thing, the Bolitnikov is supposed to be for the best receiver in college football not who is the most talented and most popular fuck your shit man because Malik Neighbors had almost 400 more yards and I believe 20 more catches than Marvin Harrison and I think he had one more touchdown as well same same amount of touchdowns same amount of touchdowns okay so he had 20 more catches and 400 more yards than Marvin Harrison Jr. and he, dear God, it's thirty-five to nothing. Yep. Um, and also, I think I know who that one vote was too. By the way, say it. I think it was Kirk. I think that motherfucker voted for Marv. Because where did Kirk go to college? Uh, maybe Ryan? that maybe the MF was a little was a little no, aggressive. No, no. But... Where do you go to college, Ryan? I'm not, I'm not going to say where he went because I don't want those words to come out of my mouth. You're going to say where he went to college. Where no, did Kirk no go? you're going to say where he went to college because no, I don't want to utter those words. He went to the school where their mascot is a nut. He is a Buckeye. A Buckeye who has taken an L from the team up north the last three years. So, Kirk, <laughs> you can be as salty as you want because you're Bitch-ass five-star squad, can't beat a Michigan team, and Ryan Day cries all the time, and this and that. Almost, he cries almost as much as Patrick Mahomes. Oh, but, my God. Well, yeah, we got we to mention that. Well, well, before well, we... Actually, this is, a, this is a good segue. We'll go from crying Ryan Day into Kermit Patrick the Frog. I'm sorry. Him saying that to, him nah, saying to Josh weird. Allen? Like, what did he want Josh to say? Yeah, bro, you're right. So, also, let me let me ask you this: What was worse, the Patrick doing that or Giannis trying to? I still never saw. I haven't seen the Giannis video still. What you okay. sent me on TikTok wasn't. The, it was just the guy hanging the ball. I, it was nothing else after get, the guy getting the ball. That was that was the ball he was looking for. <laughs> oh. Okay. That he proceeded to just throw people out of the way like the Hulk. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty funny, to be honest. He had 64 and, like, He's a child. You're a child. He was a big child. He was literally a big child for, like, five I mean, minutes. if I ever scored 64 points, I may have, like, a little bit of a child, too, to be honest. No, I'm sorry. You're not better. No one is better than everyone standing around him at that moment. Like, I was just like, oh, dude. All right, well, let's go back to Pat Mahomes, because we're, we're, yeah. we're segmenting to a different sport altogether. Um, 
I didn't get the whole, like, again, he said it to Josh Allen. Like, what did he expect Josh Allen to say? Like, yeah, man, you're right. That's like that. Someone put that commercial up. Remember the commercial? This basketball commercial. The guy touched the ball, and they said, oh, like, the other team gets the ball, and the guy has nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Coach, I, I touched it last. I touched Coach, it. Like, okay, man, shut up. And I touched it. He goes, tells the ref. Like, that's what they think. Oh, Josh, you tell the ref? Yeah, man, it wasn't offsides. They should win yeah. the game. Like, are you kidding me? Even they, though they, that was actually that was actually the fourth time Kadarius Tony had lined up offsides. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's so. How about how about how um Tyreek Hill lines up offsides Monday night? Oh, guess what? He fixes himself. Like I'm sorry, you should have to teach a three-year pro how to line up as yeah. a wide receiver. You've been playing that sport since you were eight years old. And how honestly, are you 25, 26 years old? And you don't know how to line up. That's on you, man. You can't. You're gonna coach that. You're gonna coach him how to play how, how to do, play their position. I think the Giants dodged a bullet trading him when they did. I think the Giants definitely dodged a bullet. I mean, Guess they what? also they also turned it into Darren Waller, so it's like eh. he's been hurt though, so like it hasn't really. I been know, but it's like but you know, I really like in the Giants. I do like I like uh, Wando Robinson. I liked him a lot. Oh, well, I didn't realize he was that fast. He came out of Kentucky, and when he was at Kentucky, I said he was Will Levis's favorite guy. He was great with, with Will, and then he goes to the Giants, who kind of hurt. Um, yeah, we'll see. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, but he—you want to talk about? He should have been one of my oinks actually, because he had a nice—he had a nice game on Monday. Yeah, but none of I mean, there, there really weren't a lot of great performances this this past week. No, like, it was one, kind of kind of not boring, but like I mean, listen, it's not—I can't believe yeah. thirty-five nothing in the first half. You want to hop into the transfer portal here? Yeah, I was just benching the transfer portal. So. Malik Murphy and Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is an edge for Georgia, right? Correct. Yes. Yes, but I believe he was top. He was a five star. Obviously, you know, if he went to Georgia, he's a five star, most likely. But uh, top twenty player in the twenty twenty two class, I believe. Right now, Florida State is the front runner for him. I could be mistaken. Uh, Cam Ward also is looking at Florida State as well, Dave. So, I'm not getting my hopes up with Cam Ward as much because I do think it's just uh, like he's going to check this out. But I, I don't know if we're going to actually get him. Um, if we did, that would be you know, incredible because I think he is really good and that he would fit the system well with Norvell. Unlike DJ, I, I just know we're going to end up with DJ. And I, I don't not like him. Like when he's on, he's really good, but he's just so inconsistent. For the college game, yeah, DJ DJ might not be your guy for next year because you know you're losing Johnny, you're losing Keon, um, Hakeem Williams, who I know you know you watched him more than me. Uh, I know is again another five star kid, but um, I don't know if he can be your number one, especially Off with that. No, yeah. so he play. We'll we'll be okay in that instance. We got some guys you can play, but it definitely um, is um, Bell coming back. That is up in the air. He could, but I think he may bounce. I don't know. He's in one of those positions. He, he has another year of eligibility. Well, you're also getting – I think you, – aren't you getting the best tight end in the country next year or whatever, 2024? Yeah. So it's like – Except Bell. Yeah. I think Bell probably would be gone. But that's, that's fine because – I'd take him. I'd put him – I'd love him on the Patriots. Because you can use him in, in different ways. He's almost like a bigger Debo. He's not as fast as Debo, but he's for his size, he's – Pretty damn fast. And he does, yeah. I guess he kind of blocks. 
I've never. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good blocking tight end. He's a good he's pretty, Yeah, he's, overall, okay. so, he's not Brock Bowers, but he's. Well, no one's Brock Bowers. No, Brock Bowers is. is a, he's not going to get picked as high as Kyle Pitts, but I think he's a better prospect than Kyle Pitts. All around, yeah. Yeah, all around. All around, all around, hundred percent. Uh, he's um, the best all-around tight end we've ever seen. I mean, he from a player perspective, like it's true yeah. talent. How last well, year, obviously, like no, like, know. like from talent-wise and ability, like yeah. how we agreed that Bijan Robinson was the best prospect in the draft last year, not the best player, best prospect. Brock Bowers is the best prospect in this year's yeah. draft, but he's he won't go number one unless Chicago says f it. We are not going quarterback, and they draft him, and then do a two tight end set with him and Cole Komet. If and Brock then just Bowers, it. if Brock Bowers is taken before Marvin Harrison Jr., you can literally punch me in the face. I, mean, I don't think he will, but Marvin may go back to but college. That, that's why. That's why I said it. Like it's not happening. But it's, yeah, well, Marvin you know. may go back to college. So then, in that instance, you would lose. So I mean, I'll take that listen. bet with you, and it doesn't void if he goes back to college. It's all to get drafted. I'll take that bet with you. No, they have to be in the same draft class. No, no, they don't. Oh my god, this is ridiculous! You've bamboozled me. I got you. Um, how about we have to mention before we finish? Um, Riley Leonard to Notre Dame, yes. really good pickup. Official. Love that. The sources, the sources were correct. I mean, they they, they were saying Notre Dame's got some really have flipped some really good no, talent. Notre Dame, Notre, really, Notre Dame is going to be really good next year, especially when you look at you know it's kind of funny because they lost. Um, like five of their seven receivers, because I believe the wide receiver coach got canned. But mm-hmm. um, what they've rebuilt is um, it, it's going to be really, it's going to be really good next year, I think. Uh, and you know, I might just say it now, depending on what the yards are, dark horse national champion. You know, with with that defense that you know they always have. Oh then, yeah. Oh a yeah, qu- a quarterback like Riley Leonard, who I think is probably better than Sam Hartman, just because yeah, I just he, he, fits, he fits he he, he fits the style better. Yes, yeah. like you know he is the he is the runner, he's the running quarterback who you can develop the run game around. And what does Notre Dame always want to do? Run the ball. It's just something they've done for years, and they're good at it, especially since they produce you know the best offensive. Lyman in the country and top top round draft picks. Like, you know, mm-hmm. look at a guy like Joe Alt or even Who will be a top seven pick. Yeah, he'll he'll be a he'll be a top anywhere from five to ten in this draft, but we'll see. It's just they're very good at running the football and Riley Leonard adds another element, element. to that. So And then we just gotta we'll mention Ryan Pentester, the biggest flip of the college season. Well, is it's kind of crazy because you can have one and two potentially flip. Who's two? Dylan Rayola's two. But who's one? Have Jeremiah Smith one. is one. Jeremiah Smith is one. Jeremiah Smith is one. That's why this is like a big deal. This whole like Brian Hartline recruiting thing that happened where he broke the – I don't know oh, if you well, saw that. Yeah, yeah, he broke the he, – he, he, It wasn't like bad. You know, he had like communications with him like the day after – official communications were supposed to end, so it's like, whatever. It's um, not like the Michigan, Michigan uh, but, <laughs> science yeah, No, it's not like that. But um, Jeremiah Smith is going on an official visit to Florida State this weekend. Yeah, if we get Jeremiah Smith, I will jump off a bridge. Well, don't do that. Um, oh. Well, I can fly. I'll be able to fly because I'll, I'll feel invincible. 
since when did you? I was gonna say, since when were you able to fly? I didn't. I didn't say I'm a superhero, but I didn't say I'm Is not. That how, oh, that's how you're gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. You weren't supposed to say on that how on video, man. That Maybe was my plan. All right. Well, it's fine. let's. But Dylan Raiolio may be uh, going to Nebraska, and if he does, that also all that stuff, Kyle McCord was supposed to transfer to Nebraska. He pulled out because of all this. If if Dylan Raiola transfers to Nebraska, Kyle McCord, welcome to the Mac. <laughs> Honestly, but or or Arkansas. No, because the kid from Boise State just transferred to Arkansas. Okay, well it was a joke, not like actually Arkansas, but like a school like Arkansas, like, like Arkansas a, like State. A... Okay, I get he went to that that that. That nut school, but um, enough. He's still yeah. he's still pretty good. He's still good. No, he, he, well, yeah, Murphy he, also potentially transferring. Where the hell's he end up? Because I think if he ends up, honestly, Tennessee, he's screaming. Bro, they have Nico. So the they rumor, have Nico. the rumor, and the initial, the initial interest off the bat. They said Georgia showed some of the most interest in him off the bat. Yeah, and they developed quarterbacks. Because I think he's someone, he's very raw. He, he's, yes. he's a better Joe Milton, but he's got the arm like Joe Milton. Um, but he's raw, and he's like the clay. And if you can get Maybe, him in, a, in yeah. the right system, I think this kid is like not only a Heisman caliber player, but like top five NFL pick. Because everything's oh, yeah. there. He just, it's like he needs, and as you saw when he played. Like when he played those couple games for Quinn, you're like, He's good, but he needs he needed work. Development. He needed a lot of work. He needs development. Like, yeah, you can see the greatness, but it's like it's development, and that's yeah. why I, I also love that. Because isn't Quinn? Is it? I don't know if it's confirmed. But isn't Quinn going back next year? Quinn is. I mean, I the only way I don't see Quinn not if he staying wins a national championship is if they win a natty, and honestly, that might happen. So. My whole thing is Quinn just missed too much time the last two years. That's I know. that's like the negative against him. It's like you missed time hurt. 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 Yeah. Not like just like, oh, I was like you've been hurt. So we'll see what happens. But I don't have any other notes, Ryan. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about. Oh, did you not see my last note? No. Scroll down. I guess the Pastronaut is benched for third string, as well, we already yeah, mentioned. Third string. Um no, it's Oh, I mean, we want to do that. I, I, do we want to do this now? No, because eight different reports already saying that was incorrect information. So, like, I just but don't. How? All right, it was. Maybe we'll do a poll. Maybe we'll do a poll. We'll a poll, poll because we'll I, I, this episode's long enough, and yeah. we're gonna spend another twenty minutes on this, and then it's too long. I was gonna say we were we probably would have gotten we, we would have got the engines revving on this one. Yeah, I, I again, I told you we'll what put I sent the poll you. Up what I sent we'll you today on Twitter our... about this topic is I like that idea that. Yes. Just transition to one or the other. We're, and... we're, we're discussing about Bill Belichick here, people, just so yeah, everyone knows. Maybe just transition to being a coach, because I'm sorry, he's still a great coach. The defense he's is the best is... defensive-minded coach in the NFL. It's not close. He's the best defensive-minded coach of all time. Well, yeah, I didn't want to. I don't close. Yeah. I don't. He has the defense. I, it's like some coach. Get him out of the get him out of the other development side yeah, of it. Just let him let him do what he knows what he's doing. Like to do. Let him draw up a game plan because that's what he's good he at. knows how to do that. But anyhow, I have nothing to say. I'm Dave. I'm Ryan. And have a great night as always, guys. And as always, oink oink.